So we took it all the way back to freshman year for this one. My boy Ian joined us on the Down to Business podcast for today's interview. And one of the very first things that we talked about, and it was even a centralized theme throughout the podcast interview, was relocation. Someone being born in North Carolina, you know, he didn't just relocate to South Carolina. He didn't just go to Atlanta, the DMV area, anything East Coast. My boy went all the way to North Dakota. Do you know where North Dakota is without pulling up a map? Even if you do pull up a map, you'll clearly see that North Carolina and North Dakota are definitely two separate places. And as someone like himself, who was already building a brand, who was already working on business ventures and things like that, to have to go out there and do that and establish yourself somewhere totally different, it's not always the easiest thing. But he was really able to talk about how he really hit the ground running, how, you know, there was definitely some loss of motivation. There were definitely some things that deterred him. But nonetheless, he kept his eye on the prize. He kept that tunnel vision. And he's really been able to have much success and how you can actually support him in the business venture and things that he has going on. So without further ado, enjoy episode 126, Testing the Comfort Zone. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Down to Business podcast. Look, we are moving. The year is not over just yet. So you know, we, we got to keep blessing. We got to keep coming with the content. 2023 is when we walk for the books. But man, when I tell y'all, I'm happy about this one. I'm excited for this one. My boy Ian is somebody who I'm here at ECU. Big shout out to Dre because I feel like without Dre, without me always being here, I would have never met y'all boys. But Ian was definitely somebody who, you know, we met, we kicked it off, we hit it off. But then we found out he had a special talent, y'all. Me, Dre, and Trey, we found out he had a special talent. So there were times where we would put him on the spot with said talent, but he always delivered. He was involved on campus, even utilizing his talent and everything. I don't want to disclose it. I'm going to let him give it to y'all. But essentially, you know, I've been able to follow his progress a lot on social media. He's been doing a lot lately just with the content, just with partnerships, collaborations. I love everything that he has going on. He's actually well, he's not right now, but he he's he's relocated in North Dakota, I found out. So that's just something that we got to get into as well. But no, very proud to see you know, all the moves he's been making, the direction that he's headed in. And I'm definitely excited to kind of just hear how everything was able to come together. So Ian, how you doing today, bro? How's everything on your end? Man, doing great. I'm enjoying being out here in the warm weather for a little bit, man. I was in North Dakota uh, just a couple of days ago. I left and it was two feet of snow on the ground. I'm sick. So I had to... Had to get out here, get back warm, get to that good food, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, just glad to be and here. And it's crazy, y'all. The fact that he's saying that it's warm in North Carolina, I know a lot of my North Carolina followers are complaining about how cold it is. So, that just goes to how cold it is. So, so count your blessings. I woke up this morning, I'm not going to lie, Florida, when I woke up this morning, my, the uh, me and Trey were actually looking at the, the weather last night. And it might snow tomorrow. It's going to be a low of, of 44 in the morning. We said, but then I got to look at, you know, I got to look at when I was in Syracuse for a year, you know, we woke up some days, the, the weather app says zero. So, it was like, you know, you definitely got to appreciate where you're coming from, where you are. Because when I say, you know, North Carolina, North Dakota, is no joke, Minnesota, none of that. I don't want any points of that cold weather. So, but definitely, you know, bro, I, I, I love what you have going on. I know that we're going to get some people from my side. I know we're going to get some people from your side. I know we're going to get the ECU crowd, the North Carolina crowd. But I know we're going to get some people far and a few between, some people who are going to be tapping first time find out about you find out about me so can you one just tell us a little bit about yourself and then can you two just tell us what brings you on the down to business podcast today yeah yeah so uh first off my name is ian child uh, shout out philly my boy you know it's been a minute but you know i'm glad to to be up here and to be a part of this uh, i've been seeing you do your thing for a minute man so i'm just glad to, to be one of the guests um but a little bit about me 
Um, or, you know, raised in North Carolina. Uh, we went to school at ECU, and then afterwards I, I moved to North Dakota um, and started working on uh, political campaigns. So I worked out there. My first job was working for um, Senator Heidi Heitkamp. And so I did some stuff for her. I was a field organizer. So I worked on her campaign, helped her out with a couple of things, connecting with the community, especially with the, uh, the college group and the minorities. And um, after that, uh, I, I started getting into um, back into music a little bit. And so um, as you as you know, I did a little bit of stuff on campus. You know, we had a little band, you know, uh, and we performed a few uh, we performed in a few spots out there. And then I kind of stepped into my own um, out in North Dakota because it's like it's getting cold, wasn't too much to do. And I was like, okay, you know what, I'm gonna figure something out. And you know, we ended up uh, connecting with one of my friends who is a producer out there, um, and he made some good friends. And then we just started getting in a lab, started clicking up, and you know, it kind of inspired me to continue my music journey. Um, and so I've been out there doing that um, ever since. I've done some music with people in, in North Dakota. I've done music with people from around the country. Um, we did a collab tape uh, that dropped a couple months ago, which was really cool. And you know, it's it's one of the things that has, uh, you know, it's it's always been a passion of mine, but you know, it hasn't been until recently that I really decided to step into my own and pursue it, um, you know, as as a career as well. So, uh, you know, I work in politics in my day job. You know, I cook. I do a whole bunch of other things. You know, how it be when you're an entrepreneur. So, you know, I do a lot, but music is my passion and something that I want to uh, continue to excel and, and accelerate um, as the as the future as the future is coming. All right, y'all. See, look, I told y'all you had the talent, y'all, and I told y'all we kind of like we we forced it on him, well, not forced it on him, but we, you know, so with me, Dre and Trey found out he could sing, man. We, hey, we needed to hear it, man. We needed we needed to show, but nonetheless, you know, it was very impressive to see you back then to see the growth, to see the elevation. You know, I don't think anybody, even you, more so, would have picked up North Dakota, but nonetheless, there you are, there you're happening. So, one of the first things I I, I guess I kind of think about is what was it really like having to establish yourself in a new location. I know for me, you know, coming from Philadelphia, being in North Carolina, coming to ECU, being in Greenville, North Carolina, let's be very specific here, the 252, it was a different experience for me. I'm a city boy. I'm used to that fast pace, that hustle, hustle, Greenville. It was a night and day difference, bro. It was a lot. Granted, I was out there for school, so it was a lot more people. It was a concentrated population. But nonetheless, you have to still reinvent yourself in a sense or, or kind of get that world. So coming from North Carolina, coming from where you were able to connect with so many different people, your alma mater, family, friends, and everything like that, and going way over to North Dakota, what was that transition like? What was that immediate experience like when you really got there? Man, I'll tell you, it, it wasn't as easy as I expected it to be. Um, you know, for, for me, coming from North Carolina and being, you know, living all sorts of um, locations around there, I thought I'd been every type of person I could. And, you know, I get there and I had to hit the ground running with my job. I essentially... I had two weeks to pack up everything from Greenville, move all my stuff to my mom's house, and then take a plane out there and then get established. So um, it was it was tough to be honest to to you know kind of go from a place where I'm really comfortable to a place where I know literally nobody, you know. And so it was like you know I got to hit the ground running, got to make these connections, also got to do my job, also got to find an apartment, you know. So I really came out there. I came out there in my book bag. Uh, in a suitcase, and I had my I had a box shipped to me, <laughs> and I lived out that for like the first month because I was just like I had to I was trying to get the ground running and um, you know really try and and, and and you know get be as impactful as, as you can because that race was really important in terms of the makeup of the Senate, and so if she lost, that meant the Democrats lost. Um, 
there, they lost the majority of the Senate. So there was a, as soon as I got there, they was like, okay, you here, let's get to work, 8 a.m., be there, you know? So um, it was an adjustment period for sure. And it was funny because uh, <laughs> when my family found out I was going to North Dakota, they're like, North Dakota, there's any black people out there? Like, what's, what's going on? What's up? <laughs> and they're like, you better count how many people look like you when you out there. You, ain't no, you don't know if you're going to see them again. But what's what's really cool about it is that there's really a, a, a sense of community out in Fargo. And that was something that I hadn't experienced to that degree because Fargo definitely has like a, a small town feel to it, but it's, it's really a population of like 120,000 people. So... It was bigger. It felt small because as soon as I start to meet somebody, then they know somebody else who knows that person, and it's like, okay, you can't, you can't, you know, it's you got that small town feel that everybody knows somebody else around you. So um, kind of navigating that, you know, helped me explore a lot of different connections um, really quickly because as I'm working in politics and I'm meeting all of these different um, legislators and people, and then I'm, you know, connecting people in the community so I can help connect them. It kind of uh, opened a lot of doors for me. Um, and, you know, so I ended up making some music connections and then kind of started getting, you know, different jobs and, and that, a few other things as well while I was out there. So it was tough, you know, I'm not going to lie. My first couple of months, I was like, I'm like, nobody. This is, you know, I got to really had to put myself out there to, like, make friends, connections, and really figure out what was going on in town. They ain't got no type of Southern food out there. Look, I was like, I, I got to find some fried chicken. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all the food down here that you take for granted, like, they do not have that up there. So it was like, it also inspired me to cook more as well. So I was like, all right, I'm going to, you know, really put myself out there and start cooking. And, and that turned into a business in itself because people started seeing, but I was just making my own little meal preps and taking them to, to work. Okay, macaroni and cheese, and I'm like, it's just when I'm trying to eat, because y'all like, got this out here, like, bring me a plate next time, I'll, I'll slide you a ton or something, and that turned into a whole thing in itself, you know, so, um, I, I, that experience really kind of forced me to, to evolve, in a sense, and kind of be a little bit more extroverted, um, but it was really cool, because it helped me also figure out another side of me that I hadn't really ever explored, because I'm putting myself out there so much, you know, and you start to realize, okay, this is this is a new Ian almost. Oh wow, I was on mute. My bad. But no, I was saying I, I think I kind of left now, but Dre, hey, I got Ian on here, man. We 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 chopping it up right now. Dre just joined my IG. Yes, it's it's, it's <laughs> pretty crazy to hear one Fargo, North Dakota. One that's probably the only city. I know in North Dakota now at this point, like, I, you know, I don't really know what, what happened with that. But the fact that, like you said, the turnaround time to just getting out there to just how you were living, to just the adjustments to just hitting the ground running to all of that, to being able to connect with something. It was just kind of small things that slowly but surely propelled you. So once you were able to make these music connections, what would you really say was your order of business? Were you trying to perform places? Were you trying to do collaborations with people? Did you want people to do more? made music was it a lot of word of mouth what was that really like immersing yourself into that music crowd out there though sure so it, it took me a while to kind of get into the space where i was you know doing a lot of collaborative things but really i wanted to you know use this as an avenue to kind of you know first of all self-expression you know i think that's a big part of what music is and people who, who really appreciate the art and who are in it you know you'll hear that in the this in the songs that they write or you'll feel that you know, and, and, you know, when you're listening to it. And so I really just kind of wanted to use that as a, as an avenue for that. 
But also, you know, I initially started off just trying to record some songs and get myself to be a little bit more knowledgeable on the process because I recorded a little bit, um, you know, with the band that we had in college, but it wasn't nothing, you know, uh, it wasn't a, it wasn't a big, you know, it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a lot. We, were, we weren't doing too much. So being in the studio, you know, with an engineer who's telling you, okay, like I hear what you're doing, but you, you know, try this or like, I know about that part, you know, and taking some of that criticism that comes with it um, was also like a growing experience. So initially it was just me trying to put myself out there um, and, and get, you know, you know, hone in on my craft and be a little bit better at it um, before I kind of introduce myself or reintroduce myself to the world. So I um, started off that way. And then I, I dropped my, <laughs> I remember uh, the first song I dropped while I was out there. It was called Special Affair, um, and it's, I don't know if you've heard of the internet, but I did a remix of their song, and I did a verse on there, so uh, that was the first song I put out, and I wasn't initially going to do that because it was just going to be like a practice, you know, practice track until we got to the real stuff, and my friends are like, hey, you keep playing this song in the car, and like, everybody's like hearing it, and you're trying to see, send it to everybody because everybody wanted to listen to us, and they wanted to spit it out, and I'm like, y'all, I'm talking about some crazy stuff on here. I want my mom hearing stuff I'm talking about, you know, with the ladies. I'm like, we ain't got to do all that. And they're like, no, nah, this is some heat. You got to put this out. And that was really my first, like, venture into putting music out because all my friends were like, dude, you got to put this song out. Like, do something. And, and it kind of helped me overcome fear as well of just, like, <laughs> people, you know, being, uh, uh, you know, people hearing some of the stuff that's more my inner thoughts or stuff that I do, you know, as you know, as an individual, as opposed to who I am, you know, externally, you know, towards everybody else. So uh, it was, it was definitely a journey, but, you know, coming from there and then now I'm doing shows and, you know, people are trying to collaborate with me and, and do an event. You know, I do, I do an event about every month now. Um, and, and it's been really good to see, you know, the growth just in myself. I look back and watch some of my videos and I'm like, dang, like the body language, you know, I'm missing notes. And now it's like, I'm showing up and people are like, oh, what do you want to see me? And I'm like, that's major to me. Like, even if I only got three, four people in the room who are there for me, like, that still means a lot because I do this for myself, first of all, you know? So for other people to, to be inspired, to work harder, and the other people to enjoy the music that I make, it's just, it just means a lot, you know? So I'm going to tie my response back full circle for a couple of reasons. So one, you know, we talk a lot of times about just getting involved in something for the first time, just really immersing ourselves in that, diving in. It's not always easy. Like you said, you were apprehensive. There was a fear there. It's like just that what if I would you listen? And like you said, even now you reflect back on some of your first couple of songs, some of your first projects, first videos, everything like and you just like, ooh, it's like cringy. But back then, you know, people were still showing love, whether it was because they thoroughly enjoyed it, it was because they rocked with you or it was because they just resonated with it in some form or fashion. Bro, I relate to that so much. And even Dre said it, even been musically talented since freshman year. That's what I'm saying. So but us, like, you know, we're so critical of ourselves. I listen to my first couple of episodes, I look at some of my first videos and I'm like, man, what was I looking at? Or why was I swaying so much back and forth? Or why was I, you know, just nitpicking little things, but other people, they just watch and they like, well, that was a good video, bro. Like, I don't really know what you look for you. It's just like, it's a totally different, you know, as a creative, as an artist, whatever you kind of want to deem yourself, you just value and appreciate the art so much differently because, you know, you've been so long, you've been involved in capacity and so long, so you're valued differently. I tell people sometimes, the best worst thing that happened to me was going to grad school and studying like sports communication, broadcasting, all of that, because now I can't watch TV the same. Like I love sports. I love TV. But now I'm watching it from 
the production mindset or like why would why why is that camera facing that way? Why didn't they show the score then? Why didn't they put that? Like I'm, I'm like, dang, like what like who am I? Whereas before I was just watching the game, like, all right, what's the score? Like, you know, we really gonna get into it. But something like you said, you were just scared, you didn't want certain people to go in. Well, one, why I thought you stayed in, in Minnesota was because I was actually looking at some um division, DVSN, I was looking at his tour dates. And I saw you comment underneath the post and said, do y'all need people? I mean, you know, so but it's just that one that speaks to your growth, bro. It's certain things that it's certain pages that I wouldn't tag or certain pages that I wouldn't follow or me coming into my journey or me. Even before I had a podcast page, I wasn't doing certain things that I'm doing now. I wasn't tagging the I am athletes. I wasn't tagging the million dollars worth of games, the earn your leisures, the, the Rogans, the podcast, Joe Buttons, all of that. You know, I wasn't doing that because I felt like I wasn't of that status or of that stature. But then, you know. When you take a step back, when you really realize that you're you through and through unapologetically, it doesn't matter how many followers, how many likes, how many shares, reposts, whatever, collaborations, testimonials, whatever, you're going to do you. You're going to step into that lane and you're going to, you know, sometimes it's that newfound confidence. It just takes one person or one song or you listen back to something or you see how other people appreciate your art and you're like, wow. Like sometimes I, I, I'm i like that. Some of the feedback that I've gotten from people, I, I want to add you to the team now like that. You, you. You critically like explored it like that, like you you got that. From that. You listened that far in. That was a forty five minute episode. You listened that far? Wow. Or maybe you didn't, but you made it sound good. You made it look good. You know, but I, I feel like you know, with artists, with growth, with creativity, it, that's such important. You think about you have to grow to appreciate the process, however that looks for you. Whether it starts in North Carolina, ends up in North Dakota, and then overseas, and now you you know you just you you low key entered a new world in a sense, bro. You have people in a, in a different area and what's a close-knit community rocking with your art knowing who you are i promise y'all come to fargo north dakota they know who ian is man they know what's going on they know what's happening you know so the fact that you were able to go out there and reinvent that wheel but still stay true to you i think that's amazing so you touched on earlier about being able to go overseas and just having some opportunities with that and being able to um kind of go out and still be musically inclined in different countries so what was that talk to me about that what are some places that you've been able to kind of take this this talent what are some collaborations that you've been able to have as a result of everything that you have going on yeah so um i would say the the collaboration that really uh i just every time i listen to this this uh, album has been really uh it's been really inspiring for me is we did a tape in chicago um, we did this in, I think it was October of last year. And so I had one of my friends who was from, he was from Fargo and he moved out there and I was like, dude, you know, everybody knows Dreamville in my circle. So it's like, okay, you, I saw how they did their tape. They basically had everybody come to the studio for a week and they ran out the whole studio and it said all these artists, they were doing some like Willy Wonka golden ticket type stuff, you know, sending tickets to everybody. And so I was like, why don't we you know, recreate something like that. And then just, we can all just connect and network as artists and engineers and producers and just find a way, you know, to, to be in a creative space. Um, and so we ended up like putting a couple of things together and then, you know, my friends go, okay, bet, we're gonna do this in my friend's studio. We've got we have the whole setup and I was gonna okay, bet. So they put a whole list of people together and we all went out there. I took two of my friends, one of my friends, his name is DK, this man, he is probably one of the best rappers I know, but he is not like, music is not like his top priority. Like he just, he has a business and a few other things. So I was like, bro, get your ass out here. Like, <laughs> let's go, let's do this, you know? And, and my friend Beatrice and, you know, a lot of people who um, I knew were trying to be inspired and, and, and to do, you know, take the next step in music. So I was like, we, we brought them out there. And we literally drove from Fargo to Chicago and that is like a 10, 11 hour drive, you know? So it's not, it's not the easiest thing, but I was like, you know, for this experience, like it's going to be worth it. 
and we cut, uh, I think we cut 10 tracks out of that whole, uh, out of a weekend. We did 15 songs in two days, and then we cut 10 tracks out of it, and it definitely was, it was a great vibe. You know, I have this song um, called To The Top, and it's one of my favorite songs. We didn't drop this album until October of this year, and I promise you, I've probably played that song more than anybody else, more than any other song that I have, because <laughs> it's just one of my favorite ones, and um, that was a really good experience because uh, it was it was cool to be able to meet and connect with other artists and to, to be able to bring things out of people. You know, and when you're in a room with a lot of creatives, you're gonna find things and different flavors about yourself that you've never explored, and you're gonna help other people do the same thing. And so that was a really good experience, and that um, that's probably my biggest one so far. I would say we're working on doing some things in a few other places. So trying to get back in North Carolina. Um, and I've met a lot of artists. I always meet every time I come back here. I just I'm just a networker at heart, so I always meet people. I always find somebody in the room who makes music, um, and so just trying to put another team together, do something similar like that here in North Carolina would be really cool. Um, and I'm connecting with some artists to try and make that happen. Um, and then I've been invited to other places as well. So LA, um, I've got a, a, a something going on in March in Boston. There's a studio out there that invited me to do some work with them. So. Um, I've, you know, it, at first it was really much like just doing a lot of things in Fargo, but now for me, I'm trying to expand and try different things, you know, get out of my comfort zone, you know, really connect with people and, and artists who are like-minded and people who can challenge me, you know, in, in their experiences and as their artistry as well. That's fire, bro. And that's fire just because, you know, you think about all the experiences, all the risks, all the rewards, all the road trips, all the trial and error, all the, you know, it was it was probably days you woke up and you were just like, wow, like, I love music, but things are just, you know, things don't always just go your way or things don't happen sometimes as fast as we want them to or when we want them to, how we want them to, under the circumstances that we want them to. But nonetheless, bro, to, in any facet, in any shape or form, to continue to push, to continue to drive, like you said, to to make that drive, that 10, 11 hour drive, and just tell yourself that, look, I know without a shadow of a doubt, this is great, this is gonna, but for you, if you know it's gonna be worth it, because what did you say? You're a natural networker at heart. You're gonna go there and you're not just gonna be another person in the room amongst the number. You're gonna let them know that, look, my presence is here. And it's not even from a, a try hard perspective where you're just forcing or you didn't read the room. It's just, that's, that's just who you are. I was talking to somebody last night just about, you know, just that energy sometimes. Like, it's not about, I even spoke with a, a, a interviewee TV that said, I'm not trying to be the biggest in the room. I don't need to be. You know, I don't need to be the most noticeable, the most flashy, everything like that. Because at the end of the day, my energy, my name, my work ethic, my craft, it's going to speak for itself. Naturally, you know, some people just have that energy. You just flock to that. You just wonder, what does he do? Why is he standing there like that? What is he, you know, why is he, you know, I need to know more. I need to, and those are the people, you know, that's the type of individual that I see, bro. And that's the type that I hear, but you are also surrounding yourself with people like that, with vibes like that. And essentially, you didn't take no for an answer, bro. You, like you said, you you kind of did with some, I couldn't move to Fargo, North Dakota, bro. I'm going to just be very honest with you. If I had to, yeah, I, I would, but two-week turnaround time, make everything happen, just fresh out of school, and then just make that happen. And then it wasn't even a move and you chill. It was a move, and like you said, 8 a.m., let's get it. Let's do it. And this isn't even something that you wanted to do. But naturally, you plugged yourself in, you stay true, you stay steadfast, and look where it's at now. You can speak to so young, bro. And that's why it's it's always just so scary to me about how close you could be. You never know. One collaboration, one chorus, one verse, one drop, one one beat away from, you know, a new opportunity. And not even trying to be, not even speaking from the perspective of Bible or wealthy or anything like that, but a new opportunity. 
with each song, with each artist collaboration, with each episode, with each giveaway that I do, with each reel that I do, you're getting exposed to somebody else. Each outlet that you hit, you're on different platforms. You know, people are tapping in with you. When I found out, like, the podcast was listened to in over 50 countries, when I found out I was listened to in over five, I was like, wow, like, you know, I've never even talked to anybody. But the fact that it's making it out there, that just goes to show you that you don't know where you are. You've been international, but you don't know that your music was international before you even stepped foot out of the country. You know what I mean? That's that's amazing, but that's scary at the same time. So thinking about, you know, kind of what you have going on now, where you are in life, what you're doing, being in North Dakota and everything like that. What does moving forward look like? What does the tracks look like? Are you thinking about, you know, obviously not even speaking from the perspective of we're about to end one year and go into the next. But I know Ian is always thinking. I know he's always moving. I know he's always looking for new opportunities and collaborations. So what is next? Is this a thing of where you continue to build in North Dakota, continue to build in that sector that you're in? Are you looking to kind of get back this way? Are you looking to even go elsewhere, maybe change locations? What's, what's that track look like? Yeah, so, um, you know, and to kind of like, let me let me set this up a little bit first, I would say. So, um, you know, I, I my life pretty much revolves around, you know, a few pillars that I've kind of honed down on the things that I the things that I do, the things that I enjoy, the things that I make money off of and kind of how I want to build a community. And essentially, you know, I think a lot of people find that one thing they want to do is help people. And I think for me, I kind of dive into that further and I was like, okay, how do I want to do that? And, you know, with music, you know, that's been something that's been a passion of mine since I was a kid. Like my mom just walked in and we used to be um, harmonizing in the car, you know, when I was four years old. Like, that's how I learned to sing, you know what I mean? So um, music um, has been a big pillar. Politics, I work on campaigns, you know, every other year I work on, um, I did, I worked on campaigns all year this year. Um, and so that was a new experience for me to be doing something like that year round. Um, so with music um, and politics and food, you know, I have a catering business. I do that on the side, just kind of like, you know, bring that together, and then um, actually, cannabis is another pillar of of my of my of my platform. And so, something that I'm working on right now is I'm trying to um, build a community around all of those four pillars. And so, I actually got this hoodie on today, kind of coincidentally. But basically, one thing I want to do, and I'll put this down to show you, but this is my company called Space Shack. And what we do right now, it's it's mainly merch. Um, but I want to build a community out of that and those four pillars, you know, a place where people can have those discussions on politics and social issues, you know, and kind of find more ways to collaborate instead of compete against each other, you know, and something I've found in politics that happens so often is people are looking to find a way to compete against you, um, as opposed to saying like, hey, you got an issue, you got an issue, let's see if we can help each other figure this out, you know, so. I, I want to build um, a community based on that, you know, based on the music and combining that with food. Um, and so this is kind of the next step for me is, is to kind of build Space Shack. And so that's what I'm working on right now, um, building a space where people can can work on music and art and creativity, um, where people can eat some good food, you know, and have a place to, to be themselves and have conversations. Because something that I've noticed, and I don't know if it's something that we can talk about on the podcast, I kind of threw this up, but... Um, something that I've noticed is that, you know, when you're sitting at a, in a session and people are passing around, you know, passing around a bun or something like that, like you have real conversations, you know, and you have um, uh, an opportunity to talk to people about things that you may have never talked to them about or talk to someone you've never talked to about because that's just been something that has removed a barrier between two people, you know. So I look at all of those four things and I'm like, okay, I've done a lot, you know, I've done some things in each of these um, categories and how am I going to bring all that together 
and that's where this kind of came about. So the next step for me is really just trying to put all of these four things that I've been working on um, for years, you know, and kind of combining them and making, um, you know, kind of making something all encompassing, you know, so moving forward, watching Fargo, I'm not gonna lie, winners suck. <laughs> winners suck, it's like eight months out of the year where you might get snow, it might be negative 10, like you don't know. But um, it's been it's been good for me, you know, in terms of development, you know, for you know, for my life, and it's something that I think was supposed to happen. You know, if I hadn't gone to Fargo, I wouldn't be where I am now. You know, I wouldn't have gone through the things that I went through to to get to the level I am and some of the things that I do with my life. So, um, you know, I'm looking at moving back to the East Coast. Um, you know, I, something that's really been popping in my head recently is like Rhode Island, New Jersey, something like that. And to be able to kind of be close to these markets, as well as to be somewhere where I can continue to work um, in politics, you know, help people build community and that in, do music, you know, be in a bigger place, bigger area where I can connect and collaborate with more artists um, has been something that has been top of mind for me recently. And so uh, that's kind of what that's looking like. I'm working on an album right now. And after that, I kind of get a couple more things set together. Then I'm going to start looking at, uh, you know, where it's going to be that next step and where I'm going to be. You know, taking things further. I love that, man. I, I man, it's one. So I'm in the IG now, just because I he gave a lot of sauce there, and I don't want y'all to. Yeah, y'all gonna have to find the episode after this one. So I appreciate y'all. But nah, bro. Honestly, like I, I think that is so important that you have different passions, different interests, different hobbies, and you find their you found your respective lanes and find your respective involvement with that, bro. One, it's a, I think about passions that I have, hobbies that I have, things that I love to do. I want to start a nonprofit based around the education system. I still want to be a DJ. I know we even used to touch on that at ECU and stuff like that. So, you know, you have different things like that. But I also think music itself is a lot. Politics itself is a lot. Cannabis itself is a, is a lot. Um, catering is, man, that's a that's a whole lot. So it's just like the fact that you're still trying to, not even trying, you're maneuvering, you're making it happen, you're, you're, you're thinking, bro. You just gave me a whole, you just mapped out all four of the pillars and you just gave me what you're trying to do with each of them and you're repping one of them. So it's just like, that's amazing. But something that comes to question for me, balance, all about balance. You know, it's all about, you know, whatever you, obviously you strike me as somebody who I've known over the years now, who whatever you do, whatever you step foot in, you're going to put your best foot forward every single time. And that's indicative by the decisions that you made by where you are right now. So with your interest, with what you're thinking about, with all four pillars that you just laid out and all four roadmaps that you just painted the picture for me for, how do you balance all of that? How do you bring all of that together and still make sure that they're all propelling and progressing? Yeah, so I think up to this point, it's been about seasons, you know, and um, I've spent, you know, periods of my life just kind of focusing on one specific thing, you know, as the primary thing in my life, so that way I can develop that. Um, music was kind of on the back burner for most of the year because I was focusing on politics, you know, and then there's a time period during the year I was focusing on catering. Um, and now that I'm in the season where I'm focusing on music, you know, uh, and, and this, you know, developing the merch and, you know, getting my, you know, business, you know, kind of off the ground. But it's it's something that when I first started and I was like, I want to do all of this, figure all this out, blah, blah, blah. I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. And it started to be a lot, you know. And, and one thing that I started to realize was I can't do all of this at the same time. That is not possible. You know, it is not going to work. I'm going to overwork myself, overstress myself. You know, and, you know, I found this something that I've kind of started to learn over these years because if I'm trying to focus on seven different things at one time, 
all of those things are going to going to move up just piece by piece instead of moving by leaps and bounds. So, you know, part of what I've been trying to do is focus on certain things and start to plan out how I'm going to move forward with the other ones. So if I'm not focused on Space Shack right now and I'm focused on politics, I'm working on a campaign. Okay, I got Space Shack ideas. Let me write those down. So that way I can remember that and then I can build off of those whenever I do have that time and that space. Um, and so another aspect of that has also been building teams around each of the things that I do. So with music, I've been starting to build a, a team around you know, the social media, around the events, you know, and kind of helping other people who are also focusing on those things kind of take some of the, the, the load off of things that I'm trying to do all entirely by myself. Because when you have a team, it makes things so much easier. You focus on the things that you can focus on, the other people who are things that they're good at, you know, and things that they're passionate about, which is something that, uh, you know, for me, and also, like, letting, like, not being in control of everything as well, how it's part of, like, something that I had to grow through because I'm like, I want this, I want this to be this way, this to be this way, obviously, obviously. But if I'm doing that, if I'm taking that mentality, then I'm still, again, putting all of that extra work on myself and not allowing other people to shine. So um, having to, you know, be able to build a team around some of these things has been really important. You know, I built a team around my music and I've got producers and engineers in different places now. And so that's what's allowed me to get to work on my album because I've been the person who's been helping other people build their, their team. So now it's like, okay, now I'm focused on trying to build my own as well as, you know, level up in the things that I do and the things that I'm good at. So building teams, you know, and kind of, you know, establishing that balance in terms of my workload as well has been really uh, important in the last, you know, especially in the last three months. Like I'll, when I tell you the last few months has been a very much a uh, <laughs> transformative part of my life, um, it really has because I've had to learn these things and not just learn them, but like also um, do them. You know, because knowledge is power, but, you know, if you're actually doing these things, then that's 10 times more, you know, so not just learning and looking at it, it's like actually practicing what I'm preaching um, and building these teams. I think even, too, with establishing balance, you establish boundaries in the same breath, you know, because it's just like, even like you just said, building teams, taking a step back. And I want to kind of explain that when it comes to taking a step back, it doesn't mean that you're not going hard for your brand, for your service, for your craft, creativity, everything like that. It just means that you're working smarter, not harder. You know, it's something I think about even with the podcast. Yes, I love what I do for sure, from social media to just the marketing, to the videos, to the creative aspect to just sitting at home sometimes and thinking, hey, what can I do today to be creative to catch people's attention? But I also think too, if I had other people in place, if I, you know, sometimes I, I forget to post or sometimes it's like super late and I'm like, should I post? All right, well, we'll forget it to the next day. But you know, if I had more of a, just a set schedule or just even like you said, just a team, just people to delegate to, just to be able to do that, it would allow me to take a step back in that regard and focus, you know, on something else to put more creative. Okay, if I have somebody that I know is going to take care of my social media, and I can just drill the content. My content, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be mapped out for months. Cause I've talked to people that I talked to TJ. This man said he's thinking about 2024. I said, wow, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not thinking that far. <laughs> I can't think that far. I took that my your reaction was my. I said, wow, like I didn't, nah, I, I haven't mapped out 2023 yet. So, but it was like if I can get to that point, if I can even work my way up to that to have months mapped out, quarters mapped out, different things like that, I would love that. It would allow me to take a step back. And I think that that's something that people need to realize. Taking a step back is not saying that you're not passionate about it. You're losing motivation. You're losing interest. It's just saying that, hey, I was exhausted. I was even overextending myself in some cases. Because in your case, you know, you have four different pillars. 
to have to put your best foot forward in four different things, that's four different mindsets. That's four different states of mind. That's four different, you know, basis of, of research and knowledge. You have to, you can't approach music with a political mindset. You can't approach the cannabis thinking about catering. You know, even though you know the cannabis could lead to the food and all. But at the end of the day, you have to rightfully and respectfully give each its own time. But the more that you can, you know, get more time back to be able to dedicate and devote in different areas, I think it will really allow for more compelling and more success. So like you said, it's, it's you know, recognizing that you have, you have your interests, you have your hobbies, you have things that you would do. You can carry these things at once. But you also want to be able to build because one, two heads are better than one. more, I definitely do agree with that. But I will also say the more the merit, the more people that can come in, the more ideas you get, the more motivation you get, the more, oh, you could even bring somebody in who could be of help politically, who could be of help to the catering, who may know somebody or have a plug in. Like you said, you're thinking about Rhode Island, Jersey. Well, what if they have family over there? What if, you know, my aunt went to Drexel University, so she, you know, she studies the culinary arts and different things like that. She's trying to get her own food truck. She does these different. So even if you went that way, I can see, hey, I'm in there. So it's just sometimes too, just opening up your mind, just recognizing that there are so many resources in our midst. And sometimes it's about, like you said, asking those questions, putting yourself in these rooms, being that networking individual, no matter what, in order to really get tapped in and really get exposed to them. So I kind of asked this question because I'm a little curious myself, but I know that people are going to want to know. So when it comes to the music, bro, what type of like what type of artist are you? Are you multifaceted? Are you multidimensional? Are you just focused on one area right now? Are, we just, are you just gonna give us straight bars? Are you just gonna drill it? Are you gonna add a little singing, a little melody in there? What can the people expect with tapping and with coming across your music and your content for the first time? Yeah, so what's interesting is that you know I grew up as singer primary, you know, that's something I did chorus, choir, you know, I was singing in the band. So that was that's always been like my my strength. But you know, over the last four or five years, I've been around people who are like, more of my uh, friends have been rappers, people who are freestyling. You know, when you're sitting in a car, somebody throws a beat on, like, you can't keep being a person that skips the rotation. <laughs> you can know what I'm saying? And so I've been that person. I was like, ah, you know, I'm a singer, bro. I don't really rap to you. I'm not really a singer. But it's like every time I got all these, you know, all these friends, I'm sitting in the car with four or five people, and everybody's sitting in you know, straight bars. I'm like, something i can't just you know <laughs> i can't be caught lacking like this um so as recently i've actually been doing more uh making more rap music um which you know for me looking back at my journey thinking like two three years ago even i was like not thinking about rap at all you know but you know my approach to that has been you know i want to you know take it as you know, a high level of artistry and not just be rapping about you know whatever i want to actually you know put some thought into it um, and, uh, you know, if I'm going to be a rapper, you know, I gotta, I gotta have some bars, <laughs> you know, I, mean, I can't be out here saying I'm a rapper and then it's, it's, it's weak. So, you know, if people go to my page, um, you know, my Instagram music by Ian and they check out, check out what I've done recently, they're going to see a lot more, you know, rap related content. Cause that's just, that's just the lane I've been in. Um, but you know, upcoming, I've got a, a, a EP coming out. I think it's gonna, I think we're dropping it on January 7th and, it's got a bit of, it's got a mix of both, right? So I'm doing some some rap. I think it's more, I would say it's more kind of in a, in a J. Cole lane. You know, I ain't got the bars like that, man. But, you know, definitely like that type of vibe, type of energy. Um, and then the second song on that is is more some like, uh, it's kind of like Division, Usher vibes. Um, and that's something I'm singing a little bit more on. So I've kind of been, you know, going back and forth between 
uh, both of those lanes, but I also explore a lot of other genres. So I've written some country music with people. I don't even listen to country like that, you know, but, you know, it was an opportunity and we ended up making something cool. Um, you know, I've done country, I've done some EDM stuff, um, acapella music, you know, and I think those are going to be some things that people are going to hear over the next year or so. Um, but, you know, mainly it's been R&B and rap have been like the main, you know, genres. I want to make stuff that people can feel, you know, and, and can relate to. Um, but I also want to make some stuff that people can move to a little bit, you know, and, you know, get hyped or, you know, dance to, you know what I'm saying? Or if you got that song, you need a pop-up song. Um, you know, and y'all, y'all about to play the game, y'all need to get hype or whatever, you know, I want to have one of those songs that people can be like, you know, get hype to. So um, those are kind of the lanes I'm in right now. And, you know, I'm, I'm exploring a lot, you know, with artistry. I don't want to limit myself to one specific genre, but I know that those two things are my uh, areas of strength. So I want to keep building those while also exploring those other areas that I don't have too much familiarity with or, you know, genres that I don't listen to as much, you know, so... Kind of like I would say rap and R&B are like the main uh, areas and the things that people are going to see. Um, I've been doing a little bit of choreography too, so people have scrolled on there. They'll see some of the stuff I've been doing, dancing with people. I ain't really a dancer like that, but I got so many friends that dance and like like to do stuff. So I was like, let me try something out. You know, let me. I got rhythm, so I was like, all right, I can start there. And then we just we you know just put the hard work in to get to, to get to another place. So um, you know that's what people will see. Let's see some rap. Let's see some. Um, stuff to make you move a little bit. We'll see some some music that's gonna kind of slow you down, something to listen to. You know, if you just want to be a little introspective and kind of think about some deep thoughts. And so, um, yeah, that's 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 what you're gonna that's what you're gonna get. I love that, man. It's, it's nothing wrong with having a strong suit or bread and butter, just what you go to. But it's also nothing wrong with exploration, with trying new different things. I mean, we see it all the time with different artists and everything like that. I would have never thought I would have heard Dirt copping on a country song. You know, Drake then hit every genre every note every accent you could think of possible it's just people adding in different lanes you know we've seen unheard of collaborations but you like that for music because it's it whereas people may side eye it or be like what is that or what is, it's it's expert it's motivation to somebody else inspiration to somebody else. it's like okay well if he did that then i can hop over here or maybe it's not as weird about that or maybe but you also have to give yourself grace in that respect it's not always going to just be banger after banger after banger after banger this isn't rap this isn't hip-hop this isn't r&b this is it's a totally different like these notes are different these guitars and like you said all that the beats and stuff they hit a little bit different these ain't those you know <laughs> these ain't no 808s and you just popping it on and you just you just going over it. you have to you have to adjust yourself a little bit be melodic a little bit finesse a little bit Harlem Shake on the track, you know, do whatever you need to do. But I think essentially that will only continuously open you up for more opportunities. They're like, damn, well, the last couple of months, like, like you said, you have been heavy on the rap, the R&B vibe. Damn, man, don't he got a couple country songs? Then he do some some house music with Buddy. You know, it's going to be a name just encompass. Whereas, you know, because it's some people who we listen to now and you just get tired of them. We're just like, damn, like, it's going to switch it up. We're just the same thing over and over and over and over. And, you know, you got some jams and stuff. A lot of the mixtapes, a lot of the albums, we throwaways. There's a lot of skips on there. So you want to listen to projects that are versatile, that are one minute have you in your feelings, or you kind of just sitting there like, wow. Next minute you up, you turn, like you said, by the way, you want to make it happen. You want stuff that's going to really keep because that's just where we are right now. It's just so much being accepted. It's just so much being put out there. How does that, you know, you don't know what could be a one hit wonder. I hear all these different songs on TikToks and remixes and backups and everything like that. That could be you, just the same. The flow and everything. So, I, I love that. I think that that's cool, bro. And I'm definitely encouraging everybody to, you know, stay in tune, stay tapped in. He, he told y'all when he's dropping, he told y'all when it's coming. So just, just happen. So, bro, thinking about, you know, 
everything that we talk about, everything that you're trying to do, everything that you're currently involved in, even right now, just the, just the differentiation and culture involved from North Dakota to North Carolina and everything like that. Do you feel like there's anything we haven't touched on, anything that you want to let the people know, anything that you even met? Because I feel like, you you know, you gave us some insight, you teased a couple of things today, but do you feel like, you know, there's anything we may have missed? Or even, even I'll go a step further to say, are there any words or messages that you want to make leave for the audience? Because, you know, the audience will be a host of business owners, it'll be entrepreneurs, it'll be creators, it'll be people in music industry, it'll be people who may have shared the same sentiment as you, just that fear, just the fear of the unknown, just scared to drop for what other people may say, or just not really knowing where to start, or even people in a fresh start, because like you said, bro, North Carolina and North Dakota, that's not just something you hear about every day, but nonetheless, you made it happen, you made the finesse, so anything you want to leave for the people out there? Yeah, uh, so... I would say the, the biggest, one of the biggest lessons I've learned in the last four years, it'll be five years, you know, in a few months, me being out there, um, is be comfortable being uncomfortable. You know, that's something that I think in the course of the last, you know, four or five years of my life, you know, I've been in a lot of uncomfortable situations and, you know, it's, it's allowed me, it's given me the opportunity to, you know, really show myself, you know, who I am and what I'm capable of. You know, and when it comes to, you know, being in that, in, in, you know, feeling that fear that you're talking about or, um, you know, being uncertain or, you know, and, and all those things, like, that's okay to feel, you know, you don't want to deny yourself, you don't want to act like you feeling that, but be okay in, in feeling that and then thrive and push yourself through that, you know, because once you do that and once you are comfortable being uncomfortable, you're going to learn a lot more about yourself than you did, than you would if you had just stayed in your comfort zone. You know what I mean? And sometimes you're not going to find, you know, your true calling or, you know, whatever you want to call it, your purpose or might until you get to a spot where you are. Uh, and, and, you know, I can't speak to everybody's experience, but that's just mine, you know, and I think that's something that has allowed me to go a lot further. You know, when I was talking about being in rap earlier you know, and doing some rap stuff, that is very much out of my comfort zone. And I know a lot of good rappers and people who, you know, I really admire or people that I look up to. Um, but being in the rooms and being in the cars where everybody's freestyling, I had to be comfortable. You know what I mean? I knew I was going to have the best bars, but if I could throw a little two-piece, four-piece out there, you know, that <laughs> you got to start there and you got to just keep moving. So, you know, that's something I would encourage everybody else to, to think about. You know, there's going to be times in your life where you look at you're going to go to a situation or, or go to a place and you might be uncomfortable. You know, don't focus on trying to, you know, get rid of that feeling. Feel that, embrace it, and then shine through that. You know, so now that's that's some that's some true words of wisdom right there, bro. And like I said, a lot of times that I, I want people to realize that while these interviewees, everybody who I've talked to is from a place of I even spoke about it on the last interview with Omar, people speak from a place of what they're involved in, what their experience is in the craft that they have. If you really just take the message, take the principle, it can be universally applied to anything, no matter I take a lot of gems from these people and I'm just a podcaster. You know, I'm not in the hair, I'm not in the street where I'm not in the music, catering, cannabis, politics, anything like that, healthcare, anything. But at the end of the day, a lot of these messages, a lot of these themes are so universal to just life that I've applied to my job, that I've applied to the podcast, that I've applied to the family financially, spiritually, everything like that. So just really, you know, I, I really take what these people say seriously. And I think Ian really just dropped some gems into that. You know what I'm saying? It's not always going to be the easiest course. It's not always going to be lined up how you expect it, man. It's not always going to be a walk in the park. But do you let that break you or do you let that make you? And do you, like you say, go through that, but you also grow through that and then excel from that. So I love that, man. So 
before we officially close out, before we wrap up and everything like that, the most important part, bro, people ready to tap in, people ready to find you, listen to the music, figure out how they can support, figure out, even follow the journey about North Dakota, because I'm, I'm very interested in that too, just the same. So can you just tell us the best, best places to reach you, social media, website, streaming platforms, everything like that? Yeah, so I'm streaming everywhere. Um, you can find me on Spotify, Ian, Apple Music. Um, if you're looking for me on YouTube, you can look you can search Music by Ian. Um, the, e the easiest way to find me is go on Instagram, type in Music by Ian, and you'll find me there. And that has a link to all of my stuff. Um, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about my journey in North Dakota and kind of, you know, my experiences there uh, uh, in the, you know, as we were just talking about the, the uncomfortability, some of the things that I went through. Um, and so that's something that we're going to start, you know, kind of showcasing a little bit as the as the year comes through and starts rolling in. But um, yeah, just check me out. You know, I think I got a, a few different flavors on um, on there that you all, you know, could enjoy. I've got some music dropping, like I said, and um, speech acts are coming out too pretty soon too. So I'm um, excited for that. You know, that's that's kind of my like new venture here. And um, yeah, yeah, that's 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 kind of that's kind of where you can find me. I love it, bro. Like I said, man, I was I was definitely so happy to get in contact with you. You know, we've kind of been checking in each other on social media, the encouragement, everything like that. But to really sit down and really have this conversation, to really go through it all, bro, I, I'm I'm impressed. I'm motivated, but I'm, I'm I'm wishing you so much luck, bro. Just from the pillars to just what you're doing now to everything, bro. And I I really love to see it. I definitely think that one. If you're not an inspiration to me, you're an inspiration for somebody listening. That that's it shows, man. It shows that you know we went from something we would have never thought about, a location you would have never fathomed being in Greenville, North Carolina, to really going out there and excelling, really making things happen, really flipping and then making it advantage your life. You write your own story each and every day, bro. So I love that. So one, I, I thank you. I appreciate you. I know I, I definitely took some value from this and I tapping in. Will, but two, bro, keep the fire coming, man. I, I, I've been loving the content. I've been loving the collaborations. I'm excited to hear some of the new drops that you have from the projects to just the singles but i know the sky is, is i'm gonna even say the sky before in this case you're bro you're you're going so many different places you've already gone so many different places and your music is hitting in rooms that you haven't even stepped foot in yet bro so keep it going keep making it happen obviously the diamond business podcast is supporting you 135 percent we got your back through it all but to everybody you know from the ig live to just people tapping in the youtube the instagram spotify However you kind of find this and come across this, I appreciate y'all. I know Ian appreciates y'all. We not stopping though. Like we said, we ended one year, we wrapped it up. We the new year is, is among us now, but we're not waiting until you know January first to start adopting new habits, to start attacking those goals, to start making things happen, bro. It can really start tomorrow. It can start right now after we do this. So to everybody out there listening, I thank you. I love y'all. This has been another episode of the Down to Business Podcast. Here with Tamar Turner.